The lights come down in the theater, and you settle into your seat for what you think is the movie starting. You black out for 20 minutes and come to with a half-empty tub of popcorn and a bad feeling in your stomach. Maybe it's from the popcorn, but maybe it's from what you just witnessed on screen. Which upcoming kids' movies have promise? Which should be left to rot in the sewer? It's time for the first edition of Trailer Trash on today's... We're not affiliated with Netflix. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. Oh, that's fine. Um, <laughs> nah, you can't hear it, but I'm playing fun music. Welcome to Kidflix, the podcast where adults try to definitively rank every kid's movie ever made. I'm your host, Ross Wiseman. And again, this show is not for kids, so turn this off and get to the theater early for AMC First Look. Yeah. And I bet you're wondering, what is with this goofy music? playing underneath me. Well, this is a very special edition of Kid Flicks. Instead of watching a movie, we're watching several trailers. And what better person to do it with? She is a lovely person. We worked together on Temple Smash, Temple University's sketch comedy show for a year. She runs, she's one of the producers of Comedy for Gentlemen in Philadelphia, as well as Laughs on Philly. Yep, she's confirming it with a little whoop whoop. (laughs) <laughs> Give it up. I couldn't think of what that was called. Give it up for Aaron Dahoney. Hello, Hello, Ross. Aaron. Oh, it's so good to see you. I missed you. Yeah, I, I haven't you seen too. you in a couple weeks. <laughs> feels like forever. It feels like forever. Whenever I'm apart from you, it feels like forever. My soul. It yeah. hurts. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, of course. I you're you're a friendly, fun person. I'm like, and I I thought who better to test a stupid, fun little bit than with. I was gonna. I was like, wait, no, I shouldn't call her stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Okay, to watch like kids trailers because for the viewers or listeners at home, the viewers, you can't see. Uh, Maybe I'm, you're just staring at the artwork. I mean, do what you want. Right. Um, I'm eating a pixie stick that your host Ross so generously gave me. So I'm gonna get sugar hype all throughout this mm-hmm. uh, episode. You can track it with a chart, just more and more she'll get more and more <laughs> And we were talking a little bit off mic uh, about this, but like. Pixie sticks shouldn't really exist shouldn't. as a thing. They're terrible for you. Mm-hmm. I feel I, I'm i losing minutes of my life. <laughs> I can feel it. And I don't, I don't know about you, but I, like, we're not old in the grand scheme of life. Mm. No, no. No. You're, what, how old are you? 21. I'm 24. Yeah. Oh my God, no, yeah. We're, but we're both spry young people. Yeah. But at the same time. <laughs> I'm, like, already starting to feel myself being less and less tolerant of, like, sweet stuff. I don't know if you're getting that vibe. Um, I don't know how you're feeling eating just sugar. The pixie stick is sort of, I feel a buzzing in my brain. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm not going to sleep for a week. (laughs) I haven't noticed uh, anything tasting less sugary. Is that what you said? No, just kind of of being more sensitive to it. Mm -mm. Damn, you old. Well, it's like... You old, bro. Because when I... Shut up. Like, when I was a kid, um, I remember my like, parents and my grandparents being like, oh, that's just too sweet. Like, too like, sweet. They just eat a chocolate cake, and they're mm. like, oh, my God, that was so sweet. I'm yeah. like, what What are you talking about? But now I'm, like, starting to get it. Like, I'm, I'm my body's just realizing that, like, oh, you just ate just garbage. And then, like, I think I might need to go to the dentist because, like, I feel one of my teeth hurts. Mm-hmm. I was reading something about, um, like, just the sheer amount of sugar in most foods nowadays, how it's, like, lowering kids' tolerance, or they can't taste as much because their taste buds are just so dead from, like, trans fats, and yeah, I don't know. 
I'll find it. I'll send it to you. That I'll, I'll attach great. a citation to this podcast. That's good. <laughs> Uh, we should send out more citations. Just like, right. yeah, this we were very let's harsh on this. Get some academia mm-hmm. in here. Yeah, let's get Adam ruins everything in here. <laughs> like, um, actually, that's a great uh, show. I, I love, love it. That show. Yeah, one time uh, my friend uh, called me out because he realized I was quoting the show as a source. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. So I, I didn't talk for about ten minutes after that. <laughs> Just like I'm not gonna talk about stray dogs anymore then. Oh. Uh, but anyway. So we're here to talk trailers. Trailer trash. Yeah. So Let's be trailer trash. Ye- yeehaw. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you identify as trailer trash, how did you get a phone? This is the place for you. <laughs> uh, there's probably somebody that's like, when are they going to talk about trailer repair? <laughs> we're not. I'm um, here for real estate advice <laughs> for my trailer. How does HGTV not have like a trailer show? There has to be. Like they have, I mean, tiny houses... I guess is the closest, like Tiny House Hunters. I don't know that show. It's good. It's House Hunters, but it's like 500 square feet max. What? It's great. It's like people with kids will get tiny houses. Mm. Be like, my name's Mabel, and I have three sons all named Branson. (laughs) We just want want something small so we can explore. And these kids are like, we don't shower. (laughs) Like, you can tell that they're all actually awful. Yeah. But anyway, so how this is going to work, because this is new... Uh, to both of us. So we're going to be watching a couple trailers. Uh, y- you, the listening audience, you'll kind of hear a little snippet of it. And we're just going to kind of talk about them, kind of what our first impression, what we think kind of the star power behind them are, uh-huh. if we think uh, it's going to be worth anything or if it's going to be garbage. So we'll decide after every trailer, um, if we like it, we're going to give it a trailer. And if we don't like it, we're going to give it a trash. Oh. Mm-hmm. Look at you with the wordplay. Thank you. I that. took a semantics course. <laughs> I took uh, both mosaics at Temple oh, University. Ooh, so did I, because it's has required. <laughs> Are you all through mosaics now? Of course. I was, oh, I, I took it freshman year. I was reminiscing about mosaics, sidebar. Um, yeah. I had the most insane mosaics to teacher who was like a legit Plato sophist, like he was a philosopher in mm-hmm. old school, and he hated everyone, and he <laughs> failed almost all. He threatened to fail all of us, and then he passed us. Um, That's how you know a professor is good if they're like, I'm going to fail you <laughs> on non-academic merits. But I just, I didn't get shit on that class. What kind of, well, I mean, I'm trying to think, because... So mosaics, for those of you who don't know or have the pleasure of not knowing, uh, so it's basically like advanced English, yeah, like college English you, you class. You read a book a week, at least you did with my condensed summer course. I took mosaics in the summertime. Or if you're like me and you just read the Spark Notes really detailed and then also just read the important quotes. You can fake your way through it, no You problem. can fake your way through so much. I, um, in middle school, we had this thing where we had to read three books in a semester. So... Not a, not really a hard task. I didn't. So what I would do is I would... It was not hard. I did not complete it. But, no, no, no. Here's what I did. And I still stand by it. And I think it was smart. So I, would, I read the Wikipedia synopsis, mm-hmm. then waited about like 20 minutes, and then just tried to type out the description from memory. Okay. And so that way it would kind of feel like, oh yeah, he read this over a period of time, so he doesn't remember every detail. And then the second part, you had to write like a, par- uh, like a paragraph, like a summary. And then the second paragraph was two connections that you made in the book, which is bullshit. Yeah. So what I did was I would flip to a random page and be like, there, that quote. Like, I don't know. He's talking about being upset. I've been upset sometimes. <laughs> and that's all you had to do. And I got A's on all of it. Except one, uh, the, uh, the teacher, Mrs. Messenger, said, 
Shout out. Um, she Shout said, out. like, too much detail. <laughs> she took off points because I was too detailed you in my summary. You were too good. You were too good at cheating. Oh, okay. Don't you hate being too good at stuff? Like it's the art of the Like cheat. comedy, you know? We're both, <laughs> we're both what you would call, like, titans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, trailers. <laughs> um, so we're going to be looking at three or four today. Haven't decided. I'm so excited to watch these, to rewatch these. Yeah, briefly. I, I watch them because they make me feel a lot of things. Each movie separately. It's like I watched, I watched that watching like kids trailers in your spare time alone just kind of feels weird. Yeah, God. this whole podcast is weird because I, I just have to watch kids movies by myself a lot. Mm, you're on uh, like a handful of watch lists for sure. Oh, <laughs> just I for wish your, your internet. Habits. Thirty under thirty, hit me up. Oh God. Ugh, when am I going to be written up in Billy Penn? Um, that was stupid. And I love making local jokes. That's fun. The Philly Cause, local. Because I have people that listen to this from not Philly, mm-hmm. and they're just like, what is Billy Penn? <laughs> uh, but anyway, so enough rambling about nothing. So we're going to get into our first trailer, which is The Nut Job 2. Did you did you see the original Nut I Job? I did not. Neither did I. Okay, cool. Um, Let's I, get into it. Yeah, looking at the trailer just by itself, the the uh, the animation improved, I think. From what I remember from a couple years ago seeing Again, the original trailer. Again, wouldn't know. Didn't see the original. Yeah. Do you know the plot of the original? Nope. Okay. I don't know jack about this movie. It's dumb. And me telling you the summary of the original movie is not going to help you understand the sequel. Because uh-huh. the sequel does not seem connected at all. <laughs> so basically in the original movie, um, Will Arnett plays a squirrel. And, you know, he's getting nuts and stuff. Hello. And then he discovers... And I'm, I've only seen the trailer. And he discovers, like, a co-op. Okay. Or something. Okay. And, like, you know, they have bulk sections, so there's peanuts and stuff just out. So he's like, we gotta go. We gotta go in there. Is it like Chicken Run? Like, they have a mission. They're animals on a mission, and they gotta... Yeah, like I mean, they Ocean's don't have to escape. Ocean's Eleven of Squirrels? It, it's Ocean's Eleven of Squirrels. Okay. <laughs> That's it. actually a very good description. And Jeff Dunham plays, like, a, a blind mole, I think. I love it for the celebrity <laughs> comedy voices. Like, that's what makes kids' movies, like the Lego movie... That's great because it's the main character's Chris Pratt. Yes. Yeah. And um, but I didn't know Will Arnett was the squirrel. Mm-hmm. Oh man. So, Let's get into this. Yeah, I'm yeah. Excited. So so here's a little clip from the Nutjob Two trailer. Come on, buddy. This is gonna be a stealth mission. Don't tell me you're scared. There's nothing safer than a dark alley. Ah! Just a lovable little dolly. Okay, that's a little creepy. Wow. Just wow. Oof. I am moved. My butt was clenched the entire time. <laughs> it was, the stakes were very high in that trailer. Yeah. You know, for it being about rooted in peanuts mm-hmm. and debauchery. And you, well, you said that it's very similar to Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah. I've not seen that movie. What? No. Oh, damn. I'm not a big Wes head. It's this uh, typical, like, Band of animals, band of quirky, funny animals versus mm-hmm. man who wants to encroach upon their domain, their home. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, that's the Classic, movie. classic trope. It's also, this is also over the hedge. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah, this is... <laughs> and yet I'm still excited to see it because of the cast. I really enjoy mm-hmm. everybody. I mean, you got it. all-stars. You got Will Arnett. You got Bobby, Bobby Moynihan. <laughs> And that you can tell that they're super excited that they got Jackie Chan to be the cute little like. Well, yeah, because they call, in the trailer twice they list him as a special mm-hmm. appearance, like they just Edward Hermond him, you know. Does 
does Jackie Chan do other animated films? He actually, I can't, I can't think he, of any. Um, he is also, I, if I'm remembering correctly, he is in the Lego Ninjago movie, Ooh. which he all, he plays like a guru or something like that. Did you watch uh, Jackie Chan Adventures on TV growing up? Um, that was a fantastic I think series. so. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Didn't they do it on like whatever Cartoon Saturday Network. morning? Yeah. That was my jam. I loved that show. <laughs> Followed it religiously. Have you heard that rumor? And I don't I don't know if it's true, but I believed it for a while. Is that um, Jackie Chan never learned English? That like... Like there's a translator on set, and they te- like they give him lines, like he knows the lines in uh, his language. I believe I think he's Chinese, right? Is yeah. he? Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, I didn't want to assume. Uh, and somebody would just feed him the line in English, and then he would say it. Hmm. I don't know if that's true. Cause is he a trained actor, or he's like a fighter who just, a, was just a, like an action movie guy? I think he's a martial artist. He's I think he's similar to Bruce Lee, but like he did some fighting, then he got popular in movies. Mm-hmm. But I but that rumor, it's like I've he's done enough English movies that I feel you at least like would have picked it up yeah. at this point. It's cool to see um, people who were popular for like a different genre, and then they appeal to young kids because they're like the mouse in the movie you know what Mm -hmm. i mean because that happened a lot um like when i watched lion king when i was a little kid i like i love nathan lane now and he was timon and stuff and you simba was freaking matthew broderick it was the producers and then i really loved uh, the movie the producers afterwards no so did i but you know when it's like big stars who are in kids movies mm-hmm. and you realize that they're talented in other ways later <laughs> yeah it's and it's like just your your scope of knowledge is so off that you're like oh yeah matthew broderick like from <laughs> lion king and then everybody goes oh but what about all these other things because i mean you know when you're younger you watch you watch very different things than adults do mm-hmm. it's funny seeing kids movies these days um get really, really good at having the jokes for the parents watching oh. with them. Seeing it blend, you know, like mm-hmm. working in dirty jokes that kids won't understand is something that's really entertaining to me. I, I like it to a certain degree, but at the same time, I'm like, well, now now I'm just remembered that this is a cartoon. <laughs> but you don't see Pixar pulling that shit. I guess not. Yeah. Helen Parr in The Incredibles isn't like, ugh, well, like, it, don't come home late. Something. Yeah. Are you excited for The Incredibles 2, the sequel? Um, I can fucks with it. Oh, I'm really looking forward to it. I mean, I love The Incredibles, but it's. I don't think it's my favorite of theirs. What's your favorite? Do you have one? Ratatouille. Ratatouille is your favorite? Yeah. How do you feel about the similar animation in The Nut Job 2? Uh, is it the same company? No. Oh, no. no. So that's like. That sidekick looks like Ratatouille, like does, the character Remy. design. I, go, I, Rat- I know his name's not Ratatouille. I know. That was such like an old lady moment. I was like, the Ratatouille. <laughs> <laughs> he makes the CD. Yeah. But this movie, so Nutjob 2, like what do you, so you said you wouldn't see it in theaters. I would, uh, no, I would not go to the movies to see this. <laughs> Especially considering you haven't seen the first one. I haven't the seen the original. One. I'm just going to marathon them all. I'm going to wait for all six to come out. Mm-hmm. I'm going to sit down. This is the next Ice Age? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I mean, it's just so weird because this movie seems not 
like so different from the first one. Mm-hmm. And like again, I haven't seen the movie, so I couldn't <laughs> tell you exactly if that's true. But you talking about this sequel reminds me. I tried to show somebody the movie National Treasure, and I accidentally put on the sequel Book of Secrets, <laughs> and I just explained the plot of the first movie all throughout National Treasure Two, and think, it <laughs> did not work out. I think it's funny that Nicolas Cage. And uh, the blonde lady, how they got married and divorced uh, in the yeah. in between the movies. Yeah, that heightened the stakes. That was yeah. some backstory. That was crucial for me to explain. I had to pause <laughs> the movie and be like, okay, listen. <laughs> they got together at the end of the first one. Wait, was it Book of Secrets or the original when Riley's like, you know what? I'm done. I'm driving. But they're in Europe, so he goes in the wrong driver's side. I don't remember which one it's in. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Um, it's Riley's the so I, He is. I love Riley. I think it's the one where they're taking pictures of all the different statues of liberties around the world. That's the sequel. Okay. Uh-huh. It's just, yeah, it's like a fun romp, like, around the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, do, 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 do. <laughs> That's how you heighten it. You're like, and eh, we're just gonna go around the world again. <laughs> um, yeah, so, okay, so back to the nut job, too. Uh, what, like, impulse-wise, just see, you... I was surprised. You you chuckled a couple times during the trailer. It was entertaining. Yeah, there there were some... They repeat some jokes. Like, they repeat Jackie Chan punching lightly mm-hmm. and the guy going flying. Which I didn't... That's whatever. Yeah. I mean, that kind of shows that they're like, oh, man, we do not have a lot of jokes in this. <laughs> no, I mean, it was entertaining. It's cool to see um, animation get really, really good. You know, because you, I always compare it to like the Toy Story series, where the very first one is like so clearly oh, like yeah. early. Animation. Oh yeah, it looks like a screensaver. And then the third one is like decent um, visually, and but they had to like make up for it in Andy's like adolescence thing. It's like his whole face changed not because we got new software, just puberty. Yeah, that's... <laughs> it's whatever. Ugh, I bet Andy, when he went to college, he had some... Yeah, yeah, go for it. Aaron's reaching was, for another pixie stick. What was Andy like in college? I'm going to open another he, pixie stick. He definitely had, like, some dumb facial hair. <laughs> Do you think he... I don't know if... I, I think... Andy I don't was think, a Bernie bro. I can feel yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> but he, I don't think he was a frat guy. Because uh-uh. he, he's too sensitive, because he... You know, he had a... He, Let's do a psychoanalysis of this fictional character. Right so, uh, he's a child of divorce. Okay. Or, or death. Back to the nut job. Yeah, nut job too. Um, this is another one of those trailers where like, because I, I like when trailers don't reveal a lot and they're just kind of like, this is kind of the vibe of this movie. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Like Baby Driver. You don't really know anything that's happening in the movie. You just know like, he's a cool driver. And then Kevin Spacey's like, you're the fastest driver in the world or whatever. I didn't see it. I really want to. It's really good. See it in theaters because I've heard nothing but good things. Okay, definitely see it in theaters while you can. It it's it's like like the soundtrack is just like so pumping and it just like it's an experience to go to the movies for it. Mm -hmm. Ah. Would you recommend IMAX? I can't remember the last time Mm, I saw an IMAX. No, just because I don't like IMAX. I don't like it either. It makes it makes me a little nauseous. It's expensive. It's an expensive headache. It can be cool. I saw the one thing that I did see in IMAX that I'm really glad I did see was March of the Penguins at the Franklin Institute. Yeah. And because the beginning shot, I also saw Gravity in IMAX. Oh, um, Jesus. Oh, yeah. I, I was nauseous by the end of that. It was like a freaking roller coaster. Like the middle of the first scene when she's like, I need to unhook. <laughs> Oh, when the dude's face is frozen off in gravity. Mm, mm, it's no. like it's like the dead body jump in Jaws. 
where it's like you are you aren't prepared for right. like the gore you're about to see. Yeah, I, the only movie I've seen in IMAX that I can remember is also at the Franklin Institute, uh, the Philadelphia's uh, Science Museum. Um, I saw like just something about like extreme nature, and it was just like we're gonna fly above a volcano. <laughs> and you're and like, was, wait. And it, I, w- I was that guy that was following the instructions at the beginning, and like if you start to feel nauseous, just look at the floor. And I was like, I'm looking. <laughs> I'm not afraid to look at the floor a lot if I get... Because I, I, I'm i kind of a baby when it comes to that. I'm going to scour uh, the newspaper for like the local thing. Like, lo- man throws up in IMAX theater. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those stories happen all the time because IMAX is stupid. I said it. Ooh, hot right. take. Hot take. I mean, I'm probably not going to see Nutjob 2 in IMAX. <laughs> I don't think it comes. That would be an experience. Yeah, you'd be like, oh my god, it's like I'm I'm fighting for the park not to get turned into who's uh, the, an amusement park. Who's the villain voice? Is that in the major credits? I'd assume Maybe. so. So, um, we're just looking at it. Maybe Maya um, Root? No, she's one of the like little things. The villain is the mayor. I would say... Maybe Bo- Bobby Cannavale. Oh, I could see Jeff Dunham being the villain. No, he's the mole. Oh. He, oh, he's the one that gets punched when he and he goes flying. Okay. Yeah. That's fun. I do love Will Arnett. I love me some Will Arnett. I do too. I think it's cool that he's, inte- that he's like really thriving right now as an actor because of Netflix. Because like, of BoJack Horseman? Because of BoJack. He was on Arrested Development. He showed up in Kimmy Schmidt. He. Uh, I didn't know that. He he did a voice. It. He did a voice. Uh, in what episode? Um, uh, I don't remember. It was in season <laughs> two. But he, like, like I I've been noticing that it, the same six or seven actors just keep popping up in different uh-huh. Netflix properties. And like I've been wanting to chart it, but now there's too many Netflix shows, so I'm like, <laughs> eh, whatever. Um, but anyway, um, so let's let's rate Nutjob. Would you give it a trailer or a trash? To see it in theaters? Yeah, so trailers, like, I'll see it, maybe in theaters. Sure, let's say in theaters, and then trash is like, oh, I'll just rent it, or I, I just won't see it at all. Trash. I would rent it, or I would not see it. Yeah, I would say trash as well. Sorry, not job too. Sorry, not job too. But you know what? You you, you look good. You look I good for that. your age. <laughs> I would. It doesn't look great for 2017. <laughs> There's, like, no texture on any of these characters. Also, uh, we didn't talk. We didn't really talk about the trailer, but that little girl that's yelling at the dog to roll over, uh-huh. like that's not how you do that. Like, not it's not like a thing where dogs inherently know how to roll over. It's like, <laughs> oh shit, yeah, I got it. That's it. Um, that's just something I thought I would point out. What's the the joke they make about training? I wasn't classically trained. Is that what the dog says? Yeah. Yeah. That. I'm like that's that wasn't funny. That could I mean I was like that I would have chuckled I chuckled but it, it could have used maybe a tune up like there. I think I think a lot of the jokes in this trailer like they could have done like another draft on it just we could have tweaked this a little bit maybe change the wording. The writers of the nut job too are angrily <laughs> writing it. They're, they're tweeting. all sitting. They're all sitting in the writers room. They have pens behind their ears. They're throwing roll, uh, crushed up post it notes everywhere. Like come on, come on. Ross, you are about to be the center of a tweet storm. I would love it. <laughs> I would love to be trolled by the writers of The Nut Job 2. be funny as hell. Yeah. <laughs> so I welcome it. If you know somebody that writes for The Nut Job 2, first of all, give them my contact and information because uh, I want to Oh, job. you just want to network, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got over 500 connections on LinkedIn, so like I'm done. 
Like, I don't have to work on LinkedIn anymore. <laughs> I don't have to advance my career. I hit 500. That's mm-hmm. all. That's true. Well, right now, like, uh, specifically, I'm at, like, 630. Oh, I yeah. want to... I can't wait to get rid of my LinkedIn. Yes, yeah, I, I, stu- <laughs> I think it's super funny that a bunch of people, like, that I, that I, like, get requests from on LinkedIn, they still have their high school, like, in their log line or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, come on. I've done more professional stuff over Facebook than LinkedIn, like, ever. Yeah, because you know? it's all about who you know, mm-hmm. and, like, Facebook is more like, oh, yeah, like, I know this person because I'm friends with them, mm-hmm. than just like, oh, um, could you introduce me to Humphringer? I saw that a stranger I know knows a stranger you know. Can you introduce me via, like, weird email? Yeah, like, I, I like, had a second-level connection with, like, a guy from BuzzFeed, so we were talking a little bit, but it's just like, eh, this isn't really going to do anything. Because, like, I asked for advice, and they're just, good, keep doing what you're doing. And I'm like, that's not helpful. Um, <laughs> but anyway. Fast machine. But let's move on to our next trailer. Oh, now yeah. we're going to do oh, Jumanji, Welcome yes. to the Jungle. Okay, pretext for this. Um, I <laughs> saw this in theaters, and I thought that it was a remake of The Breakfast Club. Yeah. And I was it, so wrong. That's the weird it setup. It goes off the rails so quickly. <laughs> I think it's funny because those... The kids, they are not gonna, they're not really in the movie. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's very famous people pretending to be them. Which will probably, I mean, launch their careers to some I mean, oh yeah, they're, they definitely, they, they definitely are getting some good networking in. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Uh, their LinkedIn's are gonna be on fire. <laughs> I wouldn't. Oh, I wonder if they're going to have, like, that cool verified LinkedIn Ooh, where you're blue, just an influencer. Check. Yeah. That's on, well, is that That's just Twitter. Instagram and Twitter? LinkedIn, they give you, like, either a gold or, like, a blue in next to your name. In. Yeah, like Justin Trudeau. Ooh, that's in. aggressive. In. <laughs> <laughs> like, I want to in Justin hor- Trudeau. I feel Just hor- in the Trudeau. <laughs> oh, dear God, Ross. <laughs> well, you agreed to be here. So anyway, uh, here's a little taste of Jumanji 2. Jumanji 2. Jumanji 2, welcome to the jungle. Are you going to help or are you too pretty? I'm too pretty. Yo, what's this? A game for those who seek to find a way to leave their world behind. Jumanji. All right. So. Trailer. I, I enjoy. Absolutely. I'm seeing that in theaters. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'm just going to say trailer too. Okay, here's my only issue. That it's billed as a Jumanji sequel. Is it? Like, do they bring it back to the original characters or anything? Or it's totally separate? No, but I think it's like, I think the idea is cool enough that it's just like, oh, these people getting sucked into a video game. Like, I mean, I think it's been done before, but I think it's just like trying to like guarantee that it'll be successful by tacking on like Jumanji. Cause, and it's like, I scrolled past a picture today of, like, Robin Williams, and it, like, just got me sad. Yeah, I mean, the first one is good. It's, like, emotionally driven. You yeah, know, well, this kids. one definitely seems just more fun. Yeah, it's like, how can we combine? Because they wanted to bring in, like, the high school drama trope and everything. They wanted to make a bunch of millennial jokes, obviously. Uh, what They're is this, have, CBS's like, The Great Indoors? The what? <laughs> Okay, that was a show on NBC or uh, CBS for one season, and it was about uh, this explorer that like comes back to like get a desk job running like a nature magazine, and all the people that work there are millennials, and they hate they don't they don't do any out- outdoorsy stuff. They all just have social media, and that's the show. Oh, jeez. And also Stephen Fry is there for some reason. Huh. 
He's like the what? indoors, the great indoors, the great indoors, the great indoors. Yeah, never heard of it. It, uh, it stars Joel McHale and Christopher Mintz, please. Oh, I was just rewatching Community last oh. night. I, I forgot how much I missed Joel McHale and his abs. I shout out Joel McHale. I bought season five the other day. I it was, own it was, all of it on DVD. <laughs> I'm waiting for the prices to drop because it's like I, I I got season five for ten dollars and I'm like that's a good amount because mm. it's like I do I do want to have all the seasons but it's like I'm not paying like twenty nine dollars for season six. No. Is that the la- the latest yes. season? Mm-hmm. Is it still coming out or did it no? End? It's done. It ended. Well, because everybody's doing stuff six now. Six seasons in a movie. Nope, just no. six seasons. Just six seasons. Who knows? Maybe they'll make a movie. They can Veronica Mars it. We'll be back with more Kid Flicks in just a second. Man, do I love trailers. Do you? I, I think my favorite part is when they they have reviews in the trailer. They're like, two thumbs up, the Boston Globe. And you're like, thanks, Boston Globe. This podcast, we need it to be like those trailers. We need your reviews, your ratings, letting us know how you think we're doing, how you think this is as a whole. Do you think I'm a blabbering mess? Let us know. Do you, did this podcast restore your faith in God? I hope so. Let us know as well. So please, if you could rate us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts and there's an option to rate it. I say we, but it's really just me doing this. I would be so grateful, especially if it's a nice thing. If it's a mean thing, you can just email us, kidflixpod at gmail.com. But if it's nice, ooh, let the world know. You could submit us for that Split Cider podcast roundup thing or the AV Club one. If you like this podcast, all I'm saying is let it be known. Back to the show. But anyway, mm-hmm. so yeah, Jumanji 2 seems like fun. Um, it does seem like fun. I, I, I feel like if it was anybody else but Jack Black, I would be so annoyed with just like, uh, like just oh he's pretending he's playing, a teenage girl. Mm-hmm. But and the, when he first showed up, I was annoyed like oh great like this is what Jack Black is gonna do. But then I'm like oh he's doing great. I would see it also for uh, Nick Jonas. I feel like him as like a bit character because it looks like he becomes like he's the dashing man who comes in as the hero and mm-hmm. hits on the redhead. I could see like The Rock because The Rock is um, the nerdy guy deep yeah. down. So I could see him having like a whole. Um, self-esteem, like that would be one of the plot lines. Oh, they're all like, going to learn overcomes. a little bit about themselves. Yeah, they're going to come away um, wholesome and friends. Well, because the one they're that turns into Jack friends. Black, she's going to be like, oh, well, vanity isn't everything because I am I look like Jack Black. She's going to be humbled yeah. by being Jack Black. <laughs> she's going to want to stay Jack Black. She's like, oh, I wish I could keep that. And then it's going to cut away and she's going to be like 300 pounds yeah. at the end of the movie. I mean, she can do whatever she likes. Yeah. But also that'd be That'd be a fun just She's development. She's an empowered mo- woman mm-hmm. <laughs> of 2017. Well, maybe it'll be like in Being John Malkovich where she realizes that uh, she's trans. I've never seen that movie. Stop referencing things I don't know. So it's not a spoiler alert. <laughs> You're but so culturally aware, Ross. No, it's I have a movie podcast, so I just watch a bunch of movies True. and stuff. Like, you have experiences in the world. <laughs> I assume. But I want to consume as much media as you do. Yeah, I... I'm, my brain is ruined, but I have a lot of pop culture in there. But anyway, but in uh, being John Malkovich, so um, so the plot is like, there's a random hole that when you go into it, you become John Malkovich for like 15 minutes. You're serious? Yes. Hmm. It's a Charlie Kaufman film. So it's like crazy. Crazy. Uh, that's the oldest thing that I've ever said. Like, oh, it's a Charlie Kaufman film. So you know, it's just crazy. What's um, it like being 58 on the inside? <laughs> Oh, I bet it's great. Oh, wait, I would know. I'm asking Crap. you. I, 
I I'm so you are tired. the uh, youngest old man I know. <laughs> yeah. Um. One time, uh, I was walking down the street by myself, and I it was like February, so I had a sweater on. Um, and this uh, man turned to me and said, Que pasa, abuelito? Which means, what's up, little grandpa? <laughs> so that's cool. <laughs> little grandpa. Uh, that That is me, 100%. Tiny grandpa. Because I'm just like, turn it down. But also, let's let's have a whiskey-based drink. If that Twitter handle isn't taken, hop on that, tiny grandpa. Well, I'm, it's most definitely already taken. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, I don't want to be I, with those <laughs> And it's people. like a really weird account. <laughs> oh, God. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, Jumanji to, I'm trying to even form a thought. It, I, I walked like a lot today, and so I'm really sweaty. <laughs> so I just feel like a mess. Well, you biked a lot. But I feel... Good now. I did. I was biking. Well, I mean, you, did, you had your second pixie stick. I, I, bro- yeah. I broke down and had my first. <laughs> so who knows? Maybe by the end I'm going to be like, I want to fucking see all of this. Mm-hmm. But I also, Kevin Hart looks like fun. I think I'm really hit or miss on Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm like, I mean, like, I don't know. I, I, I haven't really latched onto his comedy a lot. But I mean, he was great in Captain Underpants. I didn't see that. Was that good? It was pretty good. Yeah. I, I think, I forget what we scored it on here. But like, it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, the air flies here. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I... What am I saying? This is... I don't know what happened to the energy, but like we were, re- I was real excited with that job too. And now I'm like, this sugar is, crashing. This was a positive experience. Why do I feel not as strongly about it? I yeah, I mean, I think both of us already had said that we wanted to see it. I would. The combo of like the story and the actors and how they're going to be funny. Um, I don't know who the redhead is. I, I recognize her no. face, but I know that she's been in other stuff. I almost thought she was Kimmy Schmidt. I thought she was, um, what's her um, name? Uh, yeah. Loading. Ellie Kemper. Ellie Kemper. Because I, I don't know that many, I can't think of that many redheaded actresses. It's Ellie Kemper. Christina Hendricks. Bryce the, Dallas the Howard. The Little Mermaid. Uh, oh, is she the, she's the new Little Mermaid? No. <laughs> I'm just trying to name redheaded characters. Oh, um, All the Weasleys. Yeah, um, if Rupert grants in this. Uh, Ed, Ed Sheeran on Game of Thrones, specifically. I think I just burped into the mic. Whatever, that's <laughs> fine. Uh, but anyway, you know what? Magic of editing. Uh, no, I'm not going to edit that. <laughs> you, you all are just going to have to deal with it. Well, I mean, the, one of our first episodes, um, me and, and my guest, we both cracked our knuckles into the mic. Uh, so that was fun. Yeah. So unsettling. And it came out of nowhere, too. So <laughs> take that, listeners. But anyway, um, yeah, so this is a trailer for you. Trailer. Yeah, trailer I mean, me. and it's coming on Christmas Day. That's the perfect Oof, opportunity. I that's mean, it's a good Christmas Day. I'm hungover. I need to sit in a theater and be entertained for two hours. And I, I've decided this year um, during Christmas, I'm Jewish, uh, but this year <laughs> on Christmas, I'm finally going to try eggnog. I've never had it. Oh, it's all right. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like boo, like, you put rum in it, right? Uh, I don't know. I, or tried vo- it I think it's rum or vodka. I tried it once and I wasn't a fan. You ever had like an egg white cocktail where it tries to mix in like protein and alcohol and it's Ew, just what? like, yeah, right? That was my what reaction. What these bars that you go to? Uh, uh, it's a bunch of guys lifting weights like, yeah, give me another. <laughs> it's a very specific place. I'm going to beer yoga. I'm excited for that experience. Oh, I've seen that now this Do video. Do an hour of yoga <laughs> and one beer. I hope it's a pint and not like... A bottle of beer. If it's if it's the same if it's like the video that I saw, you just get a bottle. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just pre-game beer yoga. You know what? I'm gonna say it. I think beer's kinda dumb. You don't like beer? 
I mean, it's fine. I I've I've gotten beer drunk for the first time like this past summer, and it was fun. But at the same time, it's just because like, I try to be semi-health conscious, he said, after eating a pixie stick. But <laughs> but it's like... After ingesting blue sugar directly into your veins. Well, I had red. Ooh. So in that case, it's You're going to die even quicker. You know red oh, kills you faster. No. But it's the color of blood. It's the red pill and the blue um, pill. <laughs> but um, but it's like, like I, I understand like, oh, this is me. Like if I have a really big meal, I realize like, oh yeah, this, I'm, you know, being a little bit unhealthy. I can compensate later. But, like, beer, it's just, like, you just feel it sit, and that whole thing that beer is basically just, like, four slices of bread per bottle or something like that. Oh, damn. It. I think it's more than that, but it's just, like, so, like, I would rather get, like, more bang for my buck, too. So, it's, like, I'll get, like, like two whiskey or two vodka or two tequila drinks mm-hmm. or something. I'm going to be around a lot of beer uh, because we're starting to do comedy shows at breweries specifically. We yeah, you're doing it at Yards, right? That's so cool. And we're shopping around like other um, like beer distributors and venues and tap rooms and stuff because they – I'm excited about it. I'll plug it, I'll plug it at the end. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. And like I'll, I'm trying to go to more stand-up shows too so I can – get more confident comedy. with stand-up comedy. comedy so anyway we're both giving this a trailer and it's now time for our final movie uh of the night because i have to catch a train in a little bit uh <laughs> ozzy now i had never heard of this movie me neither um the only reason i sent it to you is because it showed up in relateds <laughs> and the animation just from the the thumbnail looked terrible mm-hmm. um and you, you, uh, you told me that you listened to this with the sound off. It's got a million views. A million people are excited for this movie. Enough to check out the trailer. Yeah, well, I mean, it's Ozzy, starring or created by Danny Rivera. Who is that? I have no idea. <laughs> Wait, so why why were you watching this without the? I I was at work and I didn't have the sound on, but I just clicked on it and I watched and I was trying to decipher the plot from just like the context clues of what the characters were doing and stuff so the dog gets dropped off i assumed he was in like basic training then it was i thought he was like a secret spy dog then i realized he was in jail and i thought it was like jailbreak and then there's a conspiracy happening Mm -hmm. it sounds just like the nut job honestly where it's you know an adventure film of quirky animals and they gotta take down the man (laughs) well let's watch the trailer and you are on the right track but you're also not dead. quite. You're also dead wrong. Uh-huh. So, uh, so here is a little bit of Ozzy. Mm-hmm. Are you ready, Ozzy? I'm getting the mail. No way. We're going to Japan, Ozzy. We're going to Japan. Ozzy can't come to Japan. What? What? Yep. So that's what that was. Man. Did that live up to your expectations? This is the first um, of the three trailers we've watched, the only original movie. The other two were sequels. You're right. It's, it's fun seeing a fresh take on a... <laughs> Not so fresh idea. A, an animated kids romp. It looked fun. It looked like it was made for little kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like your parents just like throw it on and... Then they go fuck or whatever. Yeah, right? <laughs> that's what parents do. Um... Uh, I was about to tell a weird story, but I'm not going to. No, let's not go down that avenue. (laughs) Not in that way. Um, But anyway, yeah, like this movie, um, it's also, I've never heard of the production company like Viva Kids or whatever Mm -hmm. like that, but it's also co-produced by DirecTV. Huh. It just flashed the DirecTV logo. Those are two companies that I did not expect to ever think about again. (laughs) No. 
Oh, how many times do you think about Viva Kids? I think about oh, TiVo every day. No, Viva. I know. Oh, you're just saying. <laughs> in terms of uh, television services and like movie entertainment uh, and good stuff. Good times. Like, the animation is just so... I know. So... I'm trying to think of what it reminds me of. Because there's a lot of, like, animated kid shows that are, like, you know... They this does throw... look like an animated kid mm-hmm. show. Like, it, does, it doesn't It does look like movie animation. It... And it's it's just, like... Yeah, it, it... I think you're right in the assessment. It's very much for little, little kids. Yeah. But the plot of the movie is, like... I, I know how this movie ends. You ever, like, see something and you're like, okay, it's following all of the beats. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the part where the real villain is revealed and This is stuff the beat of all beats. Like, they reveal, they revealed what, what, what's going to happen completely. Uh, like, I don't know. It's, I can't imagine paying that much money or, go, or, like, wanting to put a dog in, like, that nice of a dog I don't understand the motivations of these characters. So, so the movie, um, the dad's just checking the mail, and he's like, "We're going to Japan." <laughs> the dad was the highlight of the trailer. Honestly. And I thought he was he voiced by Andy good, Richter. That was Andy Richter. Oh, I don't thought. think it is. Oh, he'd had a lot of good uh, one-liners. He, you could tell he did had the dad jokes. Going. All of this for a dog. For a dog. <laughs> They're just like, we need you to emphasize this a little bit more so we can edit around it. My stars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the little girl seems annoying. Voiced by Ellie Fanning. Not a lot of people realize. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm completely lying. I don't know why I'm believing. Shout out Ellie Fanning. I think you just say it with such confidence. Even And like, we watched the trailer together. We just watched <laughs> it right now. But I, I feel like it would be so easy to gaslight me. To gaslight you? Yeah. Would just lie to your face? Yeah, I'm, I'm like a very trustworthy very person. Very vulnerable, Ross. The world. <sighs> I walk around town with big swinging you, bags. You're not living in an Aussie world where the dogs can talk and they're well, fun-loving not, prison guards. I'm not living in the um, uh, utopia uh-huh. of Aussie. I'm living in the dystopia in that <laughs> prison, that dog prison. Where dogs have authority in prison. So here's a question like for the filmmakers. Like... So, does Ozzy still go back to his family at the end of the movie? I would like to think... Uh, my prediction for the end of the film is that he becomes, like, a crime-fighting dog. Like, he joins the police force, and he's like, I got a career outside the home. Go to Japan. I don't need you anymore. I'm my own dog Oh, now. this all happens before they go to Japan. I'm, uh, no, like, after. Like, the conclusion this... of the film, they're like, come to Japan with us. He's like, no, this country needs me. The start I'm and the Aussie. end of all of the Ozzy movies is just, hey, Japan. <laughs> I also am curious why Ozzy can't come with them. Like, that seems like a very reasonable thing. Like, oh, let's bring our... I mean, then again... Oh, I just burped again. This frickin' pixie stick. Do you... I wouldn't want a vacation with my dog. Because it would be... Depends on the vacation. Well, I think... I mean... Depends on the dog. So let's say you're going to to Japan. No, my dog's great. I love him. Um, But let's say you're you're going to Japan... Mm -hmm. Like, there's no, I guess there's no real dog-friendly places, because it's, you know, a, oh, I was about to say it's a city, but then I remember that's what Tokyo is, not Japan. <laughs> I feel like Japan is basically just a big city, because I... No, I don't think that's, I'm sure it's dog-friendly. Wasn't, isn't there an island of dogs in Japan? I remember reading something about a dude, oh? a single guy, yeah, a single, like, elderly man who lives on a island of abandoned dogs and it's him and like 200 dogs that's that would be my second citation of this podcast (laughs) i bet the dogs be free 
Oh, that does sound great. That's one of my favorite pictures, too. It's like a picture of a dog on a fence and says, this is what Heaven's Gate looks like. Oh, boy. I hope so. Yeah. I'm looking forward to being reincarnated as a dog. So am I. Hot take. I'm gonna... <laughs> what would you be if you came back as a dog? Do you know? Like what kind of dog? Mm-hmm. Um, preferably one that's in a good home. <laughs> you don't want to be a crime-fighting street dog? No, I just... I would want to be uh, like a crime-fighting dog. Drug dog. Just get I... to hang out with cops all day. I would want to be... Uh, yeah, I would. I, it'd be cool to be a cop dog, but like not on the field, just like in a, in the accounting department. <laughs> I want to be their social media intern, but as a dog. That ah, uh, that'd be fun. But like, oh, I also love when uh, cops post on social media, like the the canines in training. I just okay. So just today, I shared. Um, my brother works in a prison, and they had a program for inmates to train the dogs. Yeah, and I've the heard The dogs of that. had their graduation today, where like they finished because they uh, teach them how to sit and stay, and they socialize them, and they get them ready for a home, for a mm-hmm. forever home. And so it's like, adopt me. Like I just finished, you know, my training and everything. But they look so happy, oh. and I wanted to adopt. Are the fel Are the them. felons like happy? Are they like a little sad it's, that their friends are going? It's a give and take thing. I mean, it's really funny the what you hear about it and how it makes dudes friendlier it's supposed to be like therapeutic too to like curb any kind of yeah. violent tendencies if you have a dog to take care of mm-hmm. it's good oh. Oh, i just love dogs so much like i don't get when people say they prefer cats i'm sorry <laughs> sorry to the cat in the room staring at us yeah, yeah. Right I, I was ca- i was cat sitting uh for my brother but like i don't know where where she went but i don't know it's just, like i mean my experiences when i was cat sitting was just like I would be sitting there I would sit on the couch for hours and she you know just wouldn't do anything and then the, then after I fed her for the first time then she's putty in my hands <laughs> it's just, and like so I, like I was cat sitting and then I went home uh, I drove home and saw my dog and my dog was immediately just like happy and just like giving me attention mm-hmm. I'm like this is yeah it's that emotional fulfillment cats are Emotionally manipulative creatures. Well, and so many cat owners are like, I like to earn my pet's love. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I like the you? Stockholm syndrome like, that sure, my pet gives me. Sure, some people are emotionally fulfilled. Not me. I'm in comedy and on two different dating apps. <laughs> I've I have met good cats. When you meet a good cat, it can change your opinion of oh. cats. Yeah, I mean, I've I met like good cats. I've met like kittens are always fun, mm-hmm. and it, it 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 it's like a glitch in the matrix because I'm like I'm not supposed to be this a way. A friendly cat. <laughs> yeah, it's like what is going on? I don't get it. Um, Do you think there are cats in this movie? In Ozzy? There's there, gotta be. There's classic. Trope. There's probably one, mm-hmm. one or two that end up like. They're either taunting the entire movie, like they're sitting on the fence in the prison. It's the narrator. Yeah. The cat watches the whole thing unfold. <laughs> They're like the Statler and Waldorf of <laughs> Cat Worlds. Of uh, Ozzy. I forgot what the movie was that we were talking about for a couple <laughs> minutes. Because I was like, oh, we're still talking. It's amazing that it looped back, though. Mm-hmm. That we just got really off topic and then we ended up talking it's about like, animals. Uh, mind meld. It is. Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Cats. Ozzy. Okay. Oh, okay. Damn it. Damn. So we're just going to mind meld for an hour. <sighs> so yeah. trailer or trash for Ozzy? What's, what do you think? So... Like, I think it'd be funny to see this in theaters because there's a good chance that I would be the only person in the theater. True. 
But at the same time, Theater like... Theater privileges to yourself. Or, but here's the thing. I could see it being a movie that parents bring little kids to as, like, a thing to do. You go see Ozzy Like, in the, the afternoon. In, like, the morning yeah. afternoon, the though. Like, if I, go, if I go to the midnight screening of Ozzy... <laughs> Ozzy <I'm>, in costume. <laughs> I dressed as my favorite. you're the only dude... Oh my God, Ross! Please do it for the sake of this podcast. I will. I don't even know if it'll come out in enough theaters. It's straight to VHS. Or maybe or is, or is it going to be like a direct TV exclusive? Oh, probably. Mm. That's then I'll, a whole then I'll watch it next time I'm on a United flight. That is an untapped market. Those flight movies <laughs> direct to United Airlines. Yeah, they. I forget what movie. I was on a flight uh, like a month ago. I can't think of what movie was there. Whatever, that doesn't matter. That's not important. Um, but you know what? Just because. So I'm conflicted because I mean I'm gonna say it's trash. Like I'm not gonna give it You're a trailer. You're not gonna see it in theaters. Same. I, yeah. I, I do not think I would see it in theaters. But like I'm getting a vibe. Sorry, that this could be just bad enough to be like a fun bad movie, like like a a food fight or a Dougal or something like that. I never saw Food Fight, but I wanted to. I that have it on my the, laptop. That was and the I've, adult one, right? Where it's the... Oh, what am I thinking of? Where oh, you're thinking of Sausage Party. Sausage Party. I didn't want to see that because I heard it got like... What's Food Fight? Who's in that? Okay. Food Fight. <laughs> and who knows? Maybe if you return on the podcast, you'll do this movie with me because no one knows about it. Okay. So it's um, Charlie Sheen stars as Dex Dog Detective. And he has to solve <gasps> who stole his girlfriend. So it's basically they tried to make Toy Story, but for supermarket brands. I do remember this, and it's really bad animation, yeah. right? It's oh. it hurts my eyes I've so only, much. I've only seen the trailer. Okay, but so I remember thinking that I would love to watch this movie. So you and I have to watch it sometime. I'm down, absolutely. Okay, great. Ah, oh, cool. So I'll book you again. I love it. But I, sorry, so I didn't um I didn't get to um ask you. Would you give uh, Ozzy a trailer or trash? Trash. Sorry, buddy. Yeah, I was just sorry, remembered little, you did say little trash Ozzy as well. buddy. I would not spend uh, $13 to see him at the... What theater do you go to in the city? You go um, to the Columbus Boulevard. Um, I did. I went to that one to Riverview, see... Riverview. I went Riverview. that to see Guardians 2. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I will just go to the one right on Temple's campus. Or right off campus. For the, the Pearl. Well, no. Now it's AMC. Oh. And I think they it's one of the AMCs that has a bar. So... Um. A, a game, a changer. Ooh. Dry campus, my ass. <laughs> dry uh, campus, liquored up movie theater. Yeah. Dry campus, there's a lot of incidents where we have to call the police. Yep. Yep. Oh, I forgot you're an RA. I am. Damn. Hey, if you're one of my residents and you're listening to this, congrats on getting 50 minutes in. Hey. Uh, but yeah, I. this movie, it's... It, I would definitely see it at some point. Mm-hmm. Like if, I don't know, if we were, if I was drunk or something, and somebody was like, oh, fucking put on Ozzy. And I'll be like, oh, that movie about the dog goes to prison. And this is a good after party at 4 a.m. movie. Yeah. I think it needs to go even later. Like when you're like, I can't, I can't tell if it's late or early. <laughs> um, and then, yeah. I, I was would like, not. I'm going to finish the sentence. And then I couldn't think of a way to finish it cohesively. I do feel my brain uh, rotting a little bit from the content, the kids' content, and the pixie sticks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm hitting that. This is the... I've recorded like a bunch this week's uh, episodes this week, so I'm just... I'm losing it. <laughs> I'm just like, I need to take just a little siesta. And luckily the movies haven't been terrible. I, I got to watch Cool Runnings again. I've never seen that either. 
it, it's I on got Netflix. A whole running it's, list it's hashtag now. now on Netflix. Yeah, I, oh my god, I recommended I think eight movies and shows for you. Is it a funny movie or? A yeah, it's a, a it's a sports movie. It's a oh, Disney sports goodness. movie about the Jamaican bobsled team. John Candy's last role while he was still alive. Like, he was in two movies after the fact, but he died before they came out. Oh, no. Yeah. You're going to watch that movie and be like, I want candy. (laughs) I wonder if that song came out before. Like, what the... That doesn't matter. This is is a stupid thing that that only I'm curious about. Um, Add a citation at the end. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're at three citations and a bunch of movie recommendations. I have some research to do about these studies that I loosely (laughs) reference but have nothing to back it up on. Well, you know what? Luckily, we have right in the room, Adam ruins everything. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Actually. Oh, did that sound like it? No, it didn't. I don't watch it enough. I don't know what he sounds like. Actually. (laughs) So the Mona Lisa was really. I'm just doing like a dork voice, which is mean because he's a very funny guy. I've liked it from what I've seen of it. Yeah. One girl that we booked on um, one of our Laughs on Philly shows wrote an episode of Adam Ruins Everything. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, do you, do you know which one? Uh, she wrote the fine arts one that just came oh, out. She was okay. recently posting about it, and it was really cool. Like I was, It was a good episode. That is I cool. like the way the citations pop up. Yeah, it's really fun. Like In the era of fake news, we know that we can <laughs> trust Adam Ruins Everything. That is, yeah. I could see how that could be the appeal of it. You break something down, you feel like you come away feeling like you learned something. Yeah. Well, I learned, uh, he was on uh, Colbert, and uh, he said that for like they have a, a, like a comedy writer on the episode and also a fact checker. Mm-hmm. So like it's, they just work in tandem, which is cool. I, do you think they had fact checkers on Ozzy? Like, is this really what would happen? Yes. they. I could see them having in-depth researchers. You know the way Disney brought in live lions yeah. to sketch for the Lion King? Or like for Finding Nemo, they're like, we took three day trips to SeaWorld. <laughs> the writers of Ozzy are like, we went to a maximum security we prison. We went to a dog prison. <laughs> Guys, it wasn't good. We didn't like it there. Hashtag Poshank Redemption. If that's not, here's the thing. I'm going to be mad if there's not um, adult prison movie references in Ozzy. So when you see it by yourself in costume in theaters, mm-hmm. make note of the Shawshank uh, prison break. What else is a famous prison Do you movie? think there's going to be like a drop the soap joke? Oh, I would be pissed if there was. That's not cool. <laughs> but I f- like every prison movie has like three of those at least. There's a Rob Schneider movie, and Rob Schneider is in Ozzy. Mm. Like, an entire Rob Schneider movie where he's going to get sent to prison, and it's about him, like, preparing himself to, like, potentially. Gross. Right? Is it a drama or a comedy? Oh, it's a comedy. Ew. <laughs> yeah, he's, Goddamn Rob he's Schneider. a gross person. He's so weird. Yeah. I Have you seen his show on Netflix? No. I watched 10 minutes of the first episode. It's called Real Rob. And it's like him trying to do like a Curb Your Enthusiasm type show. Mm-hmm. And it's just not good. Yeah. Because he's not good. Big fan of Rob Schneider's daughter, Elle King. Ellie King. She's a singer. She's, she's like super, oh. she's super poppy. And she has yeah. like those top 40 hits and stuff. But she's Rob Schneider's daughter. And so she had to grow up with this whole thing of like having a really famous She had to grow up with the hot chick. Mm-hmm. Damn. Think not, about what that'll do to you. <laughs> not the worst movie, I will say. I laugh. But it's funny seeing kids of stars and seeing how they handle like stardom when they do yeah. get famous. Oh, like David whatever. David Bowie's kid. He's like a he's a really good director. Is he? Yeah, he did uh, Moon and Source Code. 
If I'm thinking of the right person, because I could be thinking of somebody else. Nice. I've heard of Moon. Yeah, it was. It was. Good. <laughs> We're getting way off. Yeah, track. I mean, we we both revealed <laughs> ten minutes ago that we didn't want to see this movie. So how about how about we just end it there? So Aaron, thank you so much for helping me for out with me. Uh, trailer trash. This was if you if you fun. want any more pixie sticks, you're more than welcome to take. I put a couple dozen in my bag while really? you weren't looking. So you I'm little man, I'm set. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna chase you around the apartment. <laughs> uh, put on Benny Hill music. It'll be fun. Um. Is uh so you have a couple shows obviously this will be coming out uh this is out uh, I think the first week in September Neat. so it's uh this will be out on September fourth I believe so is there anything kind of around that area that you would like to plug or just in general the regular stuff you can always um I help run a Monday mic at Ortlieb's and a Wednesday showcase at Milk Boy South Street Fourth and South and then every first Friday you can find me at the Republican which is a Ooh. celebrated club. Have you ever been there? I don't to think the I have. Comedy for Gentlemen. Um, oh, right. You can check it out. It's a fun room. It's a really unique room to do comedy in, and everybody... Every, Isn't it like a like a strip club? It's a strip club, yeah. It's a one-room, like, row home knocked down. This dude knocked down all the walls, and it's like a bar, a stage, and more bar in the back. And it's got a dog that hangs out there, and halfway through the comedy... Is it Ozzy? It, it is Ozzy. Wow. <laughs> But no, it's a fun show. I love helping run that show. That's one of my favorites. So. Yeah, I think I saw you, I've seen you post about it and I've been curious, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to go to a strip club. Why not? I've never been. It's a good experience. Why wouldn't you want to go to a strip club? Because, I mean... You squeamish? You conservative? <laughs> yeah. It's a very nice place. I mean... I like... Yeah, because I mean, I, I just couldn't... I couldn't tell, like, what would be the vibe of, like, a comedy show in a strip club? Like, is it a bunch of people coming and being like, where are the ladies? Uh, we discourage that, actually, because we've had some comedians who come on and they're like, check this place. And, like, they say whack shit about mm. strippers and, like, sort of, like, degrading stuff. Yeah. And... Well, I wasn't going to bring this up, but um, I love... You occasionally will post on Facebook just about, like, just tropes in comedy that you're sick of. Like, my favorite is that you were just, like, railing against comedians that still make, like, weird jokes about homeless people. Uh-huh. You see a lot of that at open mics. And it was funny because I had a really good conversation with somebody because they were like, I think homeless jokes can be funny in a certain context. Like, if you're telling it. And I meant, like, when people made homeless people the butt of the joke. Yeah. That was what I was so sick of. Because but... if, if you're, like, an Anthony Jeselnik or something or a Daniel Tosh and you're just like, the joke is that I treat people like garbage and yeah. these people like even more garbage it can work but a friend of mine like a really good comedy writer was just like oh but you can you can make it funny if you're speaking from your own experience of being homeless you know oh yeah yeah so when it's not the butt of the joke when it's not like shitting on a person who's in a bad circumstance it's like you're making fun of yourself mm-hmm. or telling a story it's also just such a cliche at this point like oh huh, this homeless person threw poop at me yeah like yeah <laughs> you should come to an open mic sometime it's real fun oh i uh, i haven't i think i i went i used to go to them like a couple times but then just i it just got so awkward that's so, the vibe yeah that's the vibe you gotta learn but you know what knowing that you'll be there it'll make it more fun for me i freaking i love it i love the weird open mic vibe it's my mm-hmm. favorite thing to do on a monday and i like when people advertise open mic, like the people that run open mics they're just like hey it's like a regular comedy show and it's yeah. like, eh. <laughs> no it offense a, to you, of course. No, none taken. I'm like, if, 
like I can't imagine if I was just like a normal person, just like a <laughs> I would say normal person. Comedians are crazy, but like just being just like I don't know, you're a nurse or you work in a business building. And you're just like, oh, let's go for a night of you comedy. You sound well, like a robot trying to be a person. You're like, if you work in a business building. Yeah, I'm, I'm that Facebook AI that got shut down. <laughs> but just like going just like going to an open mic on like a Tuesday night, being like, let's see some comedy. Like it's it's cool to see people like trying to work out material, but at the same time, like it's not like let's go to a comedy show, you mm-hmm. know? Because like comedy the appeal, shows like uh, one of my favorite rooms. Have you ever gone to the Grape Room in Manhattan? I haven't. That's a really fun place because you do get people who are just there to drink and they're not comedians and they do sometimes watch your material mm-hmm. and it's always good to have non because comedians, it's very rare that we laugh at each other. And that's awful. And That's yeah, another and hard thing. That's what makes it so hard to gauge. Uh, you really got to try a joke in like a bunch of different contexts before you mm-hmm. give up on it. You know? Yeah, I agree. You gotta try different audiences. Yeah. And speaking of audiences, do you, uh, do you have any social media that you would like to plug? Because I... I'm trying to think if you if you have a Twitter or something that you post I little tweet. bits on. <laughs> I tweet yeah. bi-annually. Uh, <laughs> I'm not great at it. I've been trying, though. Um, no, you can find Laughs on Philly on Facebook, Instagram. We do have a Twitter um, Tumblr. I believe we also have a website yeah we have a website with like all of our shows all the information is there so check out laughs on philly yeah i don't know i I don't know if it's i think you and a couple people run the twitter account but a couple times laughs on philly has liked my tweets oh Uh, yeah because alejandro is yeah yeah founding member or close to it he it was founded by two women and then um it like developed into it's been gaining more and more comedians as time goes by it's nice well if you need any more people (laughs) no (laughs) We have people all the time who show up to the open mic and they're like, where can I turn in a resume? And we're like, that's not really how it works. It's just like a collective yeah. of us. Like, it's not really a formal deal. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm definitely going to try to go to more open mics and kind of also just hang out with you more. I've, I, right? We haven't hung out that much since college. Yeah. Which for you was two years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we didn't get to hang out that much since. And so. It's been great to reconnect with you. And as always, um, you can find uh, KidFlix on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at KidFlixPod. Send us an email, KidFlixPod at gmail.com if you have a suggestion or you hate me. Um, Especially if you hate him. Yeah. I'm not getting enough hate mail. Like, (laughs) (laughs) that's how I know things are going okay or maybe disastrously wrong that I haven't gotten any really scathing hate mail. Mm. Uh, He's looking for it. Yeah. He's seeking it out. No, Send I'm really your hate sensitive. Mail to um, Ross Weissman. I might have said this on the podcast, but uh, when I used to make YouTube videos, um, someone commented that I looked, and I'm, I don't like using this word, but uh, I'm gonna do a direct quote. Oh boy! Um, Here we go. <laughs> he looks like a retarded version of Josh from Drake and Josh. Oh. I was 13. That's hurtful. Um, yeah. Damn. It's weird. That that was eight years ago, and I still remember that comment. What did you do when you found out the YouTube account was your dad? <laughs> Were you upset? <laughs> I stomped downstairs, and I'm like, look. Dad, I told you. <laughs> YouTube is my thing. <laughs> uh, they, they like, follow. They, like, have notifications when I post a YouTube video, so I haven't posted in a while. Because I'm like, I don't want them, like, texting me being like, loved it. Uh <laughs> But anyway, let's uh, let's get out of here. You got a party to go to. I got to catch a train. So thank you all for listening. Have a good one. Go, go, gadget, and show.